Good morning, everyone. How y'all doing? Uh, we are here again uh, concerning matters of faith. And today I have a word for you that I think you're going to like. In fact, I know you will. And God will use for his glory and honor. Uh, would you bow your heads with me as we just go before the Lord in prayer? And uh, then we will read. Uh, in fact, I will read first and then pray, and then we'll walk through the word together. Amen? All right. I'm going to read starting from verse number 15 in the book of Second Timothy, chapter number 2. Now, I'm going to start at 15, but the focal verses is going to start at 19, and they're going to go through verse number uh, twenty. One looks like. All right, here we go, guys. Starting at verse 15. And this is the Apostle Paul talking to uh, Timothy. And uh, he tells Timothy to study, to show himself approved unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babbling. For they will increase unto more ungodliness. And their word will eat as the crinker, which is a disease that progresses and grows and get worse and worse. And it seems to be two guys here that in that phone that they talk about uh, concerning Hymenaeus and Phileas. I probably Himenaeus and Philetus. All right, Philetus. All right. Who's concerning the truth had error, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some by the teaching of the word. There are some people that they overthrew their faith and they fell into that lie and followed them. But for Timothy, the Apostle Paul says, this is our focal verse, 19. He said, nevertheless, talking to Timothy, the foundation of God stands sure, having this seal, the Lord knows them that are here, and let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And then he says, but in every great house, there is not only vessels of gold and silver, but also vessels of wood and of earth, some to honor and some to dishonor. Verse 21, he says, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Amen, amen. Remember, our focus verses is verse number 19 through verse number 22, or rather 21. Let's go forward in this word, and uh, let me pray by starting right now. Father, right now, as we get ready to dissimulate thy word, God, I pray, God, 
that you will not only be with me, God, as I share this word, but you'll give me the insight I need, God, to give to your people so that they are better understand. And God, and if they better understand it, they can better live it, walk in it, exercise it, and live unto you in righteousness. Be with us in this study, God, as we share this matter of faith. Now, God, as you've done in the old days, even so do the day, God. Be here with us. Bless your peoples. Even bless me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Let the church say amen, amen, and amen. Beginning at verse 19, guys, I want to just give you this message. This is one of my favorite, and I entitled the message, A Vessel of Honor. A Vessel of Honor. How many of you out there wants to be, to God, a vessel of honor? Well, there are things that you must do to become a vessel of honor. And we'll talk about those things. But as a subtopic, I have here paper plates or fine china. And in the end, I'm going to want you to evaluate which are you. Are you paper plate or are you fine china? Now, this scripture comes from 2 Timothy, again, the second chapter, verse number 19 through verse number 21. Listen to as we dissect it now. Uh, verse 19 says, Nevertheless, after Paul cleared up all that mess with Timothy about uh, people giving out false doctrine, ultimately declaring that uh, the return of Christ has already come and gone. And, uh, and Paul don't want to deal with all of that. He tells Timothy to uh, 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 adhere to all of that, or rather stay away and abandon all of that. And so Paul concludes that nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure. It matters not what people say about God, because at the end of the day, God is God. And besides him, there is no other. God don't have to defend himself to man. And he does not have to defend himself to us. But Paul lets us know that the foundation of God stands sure. The word foundation literally refers to the base upon which something stands or is supported. The ground upon which Something is built or established. God then established the church, the body of Christ. And there is nothing nobody can say or do that can undo what God then already done. So Paul just said, nevertheless, the foundation of God, you know, it, it, it stands sure. And the scripture, when it talks about standing sure, it's talk about to be safe from dam damage or harm, firmly established. It's reliable. It's trustworthy. It also means that there is something that is absolutely sure to happen according to Isaiah 
28 and 16, which simply say, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, or not rather, uh, shall abide in the shadows of the Almighty. And this is what the scripture reads there. Listen to me. Also, God says in His Word, Having this seal, the Lord knows them that are here. Well, the word seals mean refers to that which is confirmed. God then put his stamp, his seal on it. And uh, not only seal, is, it refers to that which is confirmed, an impression that designates certification. God then certified this thing by giving us certification. Also, it protects from being violated or breached by that which is false. And he said, the Lord knows them that are here. And the word knows me to recognize or is aware of. God knows his impression or his mark. All of us has been marked by God. If we have the spirit of God, that mark is the spirit of God that lives in us. Because if you have not the spirit of God, then you have to know you are none of his. All right. He said, let everyone depart from iniquity. The word depart literally means to leave or abandon. It means to separate yourself from. Uh, and iniquity, it refers to immorality, wickedness, injustice, or evil. In other words, just downright sin. Every man. That, that knows he has this seal of God up on him, his number one task is to depart from iniquity. To depart from iniquity. We're going to talk about that more. Listen to the commentary on this. It says, God has given a firm base, a firm base for our what? Faith. For our faith in him. He's given us a firm base. That base is Jesus Christ. Who he is our rock. You know. And, and, and we can stand on this foundation. This contrast is with. The weakness caused by. What the false teachers say. The foundation of God. Is the true church. This is a solid foundation a uh, 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 true base of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God has made it, and no one, absolutely no one, has the power to overthrow it or overthrow God. The truth of God in the church will last for all time. It was the custom of the writer words on the foundation of a building. They would do that regularly when they build a building. They would inscript a little foundation, something about the custom of the word on the building. You know, like on most churches, they would engrave on that, and God we trust. You know what I mean? God has written words on this foundation as well. They prove that it will not fail, but it also proves that God has ownership and he will protect the church, the body of Christ. We're not talking about the building. We're talking about the people. 
of God. We are the church. No longer God brought the Jews out of Egypt. God chose Moses to lead them as they went through the desert. One day, a man called Kira, huh, with some other people, came against Moses. In the Greek translation of the Old Testament, Moses said, uh, the Lord knows who are his. You know, you can't hide from God. You can't fool God. You can't trick God. And you certainly can't bamboozle God. God knows them that are here. That's in Numbers chapter 16. The Lord is the judge. He knows who are true to him. And God knows who are false. He will reward those who trust in him, but he will punish those who are false witnesses of him. Those who are loyal to the Lord show it. They show it by their lives and how they live and how they present themselves to the public. They show that they belong to God by not living contrary to God's word. If the word of God is not the most important thing in your life, you need to examine yourself. You just might not be as connected as you think. They do not accept as true what the false teachers was going to say. You know, in every generation, there are false teachers. And even today, there are some that does not preach the unadulterated of the word of God. Listen, those who say that they are Christians must do what's right by God, not by themselves. Many times we operate and do things leaning to our own understanding. But in this scripture, the word of God is telling us we need to trust in God's understanding. Verse number 20 clearly say, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and of earth. And some are to honor and some to dishonor. I don't know about your house, but if you don't mind, I'm going to take a minute to use as an allegory my house or my wife and I home where we live. We have different levels of plates. We actually got a few plates that are very beautiful, have declarations around them, and they are kind of like uh, uh, vessels of honor. They are real beautiful place. They have a certain level of glory about them. It's a beautiful place. We do not eat off those beautiful place on the regular. You know, but we also have everyday plates. They are plain. They might have a little color to them, you know, but they are plain. Ah, but we have another different kind of plate. We have what we call paper plates. But in this case, they are styrofoam plates. But you got to know, when we eat off the styrofoam plate, we don't do what we do to our beautiful plates. We eat them 
off them for holidays. And uh, then we got everyday plates that we use, but we wash them and we put them back up for preserving. But the paper plate or styrofoam plate, we discard. We throw away. It's only one use. And God is telling us in this verse, they are not just uh, vessels of gold and silver, but also of earth and some of honor and some of dishonor. Some Those paper plates, they have no honor in our lives. They just place that we use as a shortcut, a means to really avoid washing the good plates. You know, so we are used them. A vessel is defined in this scripture as uh, uh, what exactly does the writer mean by vessel of honor in contrast to the vessels of dishonor? The phrase vessel of honor denotes and represents something of special value, worth, purpose, and glory. Vessels of honor. What I believe with all my heart, we can say uh, uh, and agree that a vessel of word and purpose uh, can be like fine china, as we talked about, but distinctly different from that what we call paper plates. A vessel is an object that may be used to contain a whole something. In this case, if we're talking about paper plates, we're talking about food. If we're talking about China, we're talking about we eat off of them food. And when it talks about honor, honor is defined that that which is of strong character, strength, and adhesive, or it is ethical principles and values. The, they have what we call superior value or worth, having a good reputation and uh, being recognized as something you show great respect and admiration for. You know, you, you don't throw china or regular plates away when you get through eating. You wash them, you put them up, and you'll use them for another time. But paper plates, we'll never put one back in a cabinet or wherever we store them. A vessel of dishonor is defined that which is of weak character, strength, and adhesiveness to ethical principles and values that are inferior in value and worth having bad reputation and recognition, something you show great disrespect for and disapproval by because when you finish with it, you just throw it away. All right? In regards to value, what we mean, China is usually preserved and kept in another day uh, while paper plates are trash and discarded right away. I, in regards to work, China is usually stored in a safe place 
like a china cabinet or a kitchen cabinet while paper plates are stored in the closet. In regards to purpose, china usually used on special occasions while paper plate is just used on a daily basis, on the regular. In regards to glory, China is usually displayed or placed in an area where it can be admired while paper plates are hidden. I have never seen or heard anyone say, wow, I really love your paper plates. I've heard people say, I love your china. I love your dishes. They are special. They are different. So the contrary on this particular verse here and what it's telling us, in the house of a rich man, there would be a variety of pots and pans, jars and dishes. Some of these would be of gold and silver. Ah, some would be cheaper material, such as wood or baked mud. Each of them would have its use or purpose. In the church, though, there is a variety of people that, that is vessels. They do not all have the same work or work to do in the Lord or for the Lord. But each of them should be ready to do what the masters want. Of them. Some of the task seems to be better than others, but the tasks that seems to be less pleasant are just as essential in the house of God. In the church, there are both good and bad people. Come on now, we already know no church is perfect. Why? Because the day we step in, it becomes unperfect. You understand? Because all of us, all of us, and I do mean all of us, has flaws. Those who want to follow the Lord must uh, uh, not follow false teachers. That they must be clean from all of their evil teachings, then they will be ready to do good work. They will be fit for the Lord to use whatever task that he desires of them. Verse number 21 says, if a man, you got to listen to this verse, this is important. If a man Therefore purge himself from these. He shall be a vessel of honor, sanctified in meat for the master's use, and prepared for every good work. If a man. The one talking about if a man, you know, the, in the Old Testament, I'm reminded right now, uh, Chronicles, uh, First Chronicles 7 say, uh, 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 if uh, people which are called by my name 
would humble themselves, pray, and seek my face out, and turn from their wicked ways. God said, then will I hear from heaven. And here is talking about we purging ourselves. The word purge literally means to remove, get rid of, or delete that which is unwanted or needed. To empty the uh, bowels of that which is unclean, impure, or defiled. Note. Who must do the purging? It is not God. It is if a man, therefore, purge himself. You see, we as believers, we have to make the choice to live according to God. We have to make the choice to live according to the word. We have to make the choice. To follow God. And the only way we do this thing is through sanctification. But here the word of God called is purging. Alright. So when the scripture talks about these. It's talking about it refers to uh, back to the antecedent. The antecedent is that which stands before coming. And it's talking about the iniquity. We purge our iniquity. It is us that's supposed to sanctify ourselves that we no longer live in according to the way sinful people live. We purge ourselves. Sanctification is a lifelong process. All the time, every day, there is something that needs to be prayed, purged. I come to find out in my life if it ain't one thing, it's another. Because one thing I found out, you'll never get through purging in this life. You'll never get there. But every day we ought to be sanctifying ourselves, which brings us closer and closer to God. Sanctified, he said, it means to consecrate, dedicate, or downright set apart. We ought to be set apart. Set apart for what? For the exclusive use of God. You cannot let the devil use you and God use you. You either got to be for God or you got to be for the devil. But you got to make up your mind because you can't have two fathers. Even in the earth realm, we only have one biological father. I don't know how you feel about it, but God is my biological father. And another I will not receive at this stage in my life. When it talk about the master use, it's talking about the exclusive use of. Who do you let use you? God or the devil? Who has the primary power over you? Is it God or is it the devil? You need to make that up. Yeah, your mind up in that. And the scripture talks about not only for the master use exclusively. I mean, just think about it, guys. I'm married. I don't want to share my wife with nobody. And I can tell you the truth. She don't want to share me with nobody else. We have entered into this relationship that is exclusive. It's only for one person. Come on now. The scriptures say, talk about uh, prepared. It refers to being equipped 
are ready, willing, and able to do something. Also, it means suitable or appropriate for a particular task at hand. When it talks about good work, it's talking about good. The word good is having high quality or standard. In other words, the standard that meets God's approval. Huh? Kind of like Romans, huh? 12 chapter. All right, and so we can go on. When they talk about good work, the good work, the work is the duties or activities that are part of the task at hand. The way in which you execute and carry out the service of ministry or God. All right, commentary. The vessel of dishonor is like bad individuals who are like dirty pots and pans that the master cannot use because they are not ready. They have not been clean. Nobody wants to eat off of a dirty plate. When you find one of your dishes, even if it's a china, if it has dirt on it, you're not going to eat off that no matter how pretty it is. If you see trash stuck on it, you're going to stick it in the dishwater and do something about it before you eat off that plate or stick it in the dishwater and go get a, a cleaner plate. All right. God wants to eat off of a clean plate. All right. So we carry out his service in ministry and how we live accordingly in our private lives. Alright, so the commentary is the vessel of dishonor is like bad people who are like dirty pots and pan that the master cannot use. He will throw them away as rubbish like we do with paper plates. For us, paper plates has only one value and that is to serve one meal. All right. All right. Here go three final thoughts that I want to leave you with as we think about this matter of paper plates of fine china. You know, the thoughts that I want you to know is in our homes, need a vessel, whether it be paper plate or fine china does not decide its own value. It is we, the people, the user of, that determines the worth, the purpose, and level of glory of it. In other words, there may be somebody in the world that would fancy a paper plate over a real plate. But the key is, it is not us that makes the decision, or rather, it is in our homes that we do not make the decision. The people that make the product, that manifests the product, if they build a perfect plate, they already know this is for people that will use this as a plate that don't have a lot of glory of honor. And vice versa with the fine china or just the regular plate. It is the owner's choice in the matter that decides the value 
inward of the plate. Y'all listening to me. You may think you all of that and some. But look, let me tell you. If God don't see you as all that, you'll be all of that going to hell. It is God that decides what's of value, what's, what's precious. He, it is God that values the level of word. It is God that delivered the, the level of purpose in the level of glory. I want to live a life that God would say, that's my boy. That's my child. Rather saying, I have nothing to do with him. He is not of my kingdom. He is not of my household. He has not the faith that I require. To move forward or receive as my child. He's illegitimate. Guys, there are plates in the, uh, there will never be plates rather in the kingdom of God that will be illegitimate. Either belongs to him or you do not belong to him. But what I like about this word, the responsibility of deciding what kind of plate you are is rest upon what you do in your life for God or not. Listen to it. Number two, however, what number one say, this is not so in the body of Christ. According to the message here, the value, worth, purpose, and level of glory in being used is left up, actually, to the plate. We are the vessel. Yeah, when we deal with paper plates, you know, man make that. The plate don't have no decision of whether I'm going to be paper or whether I'm going to be fine china or whether I'm going to be of clay. They don't have that. But here in kingdom matters, in matters of faith, it is the plate that designates what level, what word, what prestige, value it has. When you read this word of God, that's why the scriptures say, every man that purge himself from iniquity, this is the person that does that. They are plates of honor. The value, word, purpose, and love of glory in being used is left up to the vessel itself. In other words, it is the responsibility of the vessel. The vessel is equal to that of the believer. It is the believer that must purge himself. It is the believer that must clean, allow himself to be sanctified so that he can be meat for the master you. It is the vessel. Which are you? That determines is vessel, uh, is value, worth, or use. And number three, paper plates or fine china. The question is today that I leave you, 
Which are you? Your lifestyle and how you live will determine who you belongs to. God or the devil. Heaven or hell. Goodness or absolute demonic. Which do you want to be? The choice is your choice. The solution is on you. I love the way the scripture said, in every man that purges himself, what are you doing to purge yourself, to sanctify yourself so that you can be ready when God needs to use something that you can stand here, here I am, sir, ready and accounted for. When I see Jesus, when I see God face to face, I don't want to be rejected. I really don't. I read a scripture in the Bible that said, not all is going to be able to say, Lord, Lord, in that day, simply because He's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. The saddest day in the world is not what's going on in our life today. People are dying by skulls and blows. But the greatest thing in our lives is what we do with the man, Jesus Christ. What decision we make. Because the scripture says, not all that say, Lord, Lord, is going to be saved. Might you be one of them that call him Lord while going to hell? The worst day in the world would be the day when the judgment comes. So many people is going to betray themselves thinking that there are more to God than what God is going to receive them to be. There's going to be people. That's going to be the saddest day. To think you got something. To find out when it's too late to do anything about. That you ain't what you declared yourself to be. Think about that. All of us want to go to heaven. But most of us, most according to the scripture, will not get there. Because of the decisions that we make in this life. It has nothing to do with how good you look, how well you smell, how well you can dress up. It has everything to do with the inside of the individual. Do you have a clean plate that God can eat off? And even if you wore a paper plate, there is only one meal you can get. And the plate is destroyed, discarded. What kind of plate in the kingdom of God that you would find honor in being? Would you rather be paper plate or fine? China. I don't know how you feel about it. I made my choice. I live 
to hear God say, well done, my good and faithful. It is not I that can say that for myself. It is what I want to hear from my Lord, my God, my maker, my creator. To hear him say those words would be the joy, the real joy that a person could ever have in life. To know that you're safe and accounted for. How would you present yourself? God, I just wanted to come with this message to give you a little inside perspective. Examine yourself and see whether or not you're of the faith. If your plate is dirty, you have time, even now, to clean it up. If a man purge himself, God is not going to do that for you. He will assist you. He will help you. And he's giving you the Holy Spirit. So that he'll give you even the unction to uh, uh, make yourself better to God. But only you can do the work. So that you can find the work that God is looking for. I pray you that in the eyes of God you be found to be fine china. And not a paper plate. That's easily discarded. Come on, let's say a prayer as we close up. Father, right now in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, in matters of faith, we can't be fake. We got to be real. Real first to ourselves and then to you. We don't want to live a life fooling ourselves thinking that we are something that we are not and has never been. But God, my hope is to be found as fine china. A plate that can be used by you. I want to be used by you. Please, consider me, Lord. Daniel, in the book of Daniel, uh, 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 when God said, who shall we send? Who shall do this work? Isaiah said, here I am. Send me. Do we have any Isaiahs in ours that declare, here I am, Lord. Use me. Work through me. I'm doing the work to clean myself up. I'm doing the work to make the difference in my life. I don't want you to come back and reject me. That'll be more than I can handle. But to hear you say, well done, would be the ultimate goal of being saved. I pray. This message falls on the ears and enter the hearts of all those that hear this message. And they make the decisions, the conscious decision, 
to make you their choice. In the blessed and wonderful name of Jesus, Lord, we pray. Let the church, the body of Christ say, Amen. Amen. And Amen. God bless you. May God keep you. Be a blessing to all. But be a bigger blessing to God. For if he be for you, who could be against you? Be blessed in Jesus' name.